Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Welcome to this podcast episode. I'm so glad that you are here. Today we are looking at some of the simple daily habits that you can add in for a better belly and pain-free periods, more balanced hormones, just easier belly, easier digestion, and better hormones. What are the simple things that you can add in one at a time that are really actually going to make a difference to those symptoms, symptoms, to those cyclical symptoms, to the bloating, to the embarrassing bowels, to the wind? What can actually help? Because I know from working with hundreds of people as a holistic nutritionist, the biggest thing that gets in the way is that people have no idea where to begin. You Google things, you read things, and then you get told maybe 25 different, often contradictory things that you could do and you have no idea where to begin. And maybe you might start a couple of them. You might do one or two of those things and you put effort in, you put time in, you go to the shops, you buy stuff, you... And then it makes no difference. You like literally see no change. And there's nothing more frustrating than feeling like you're making an effort with your health and actually your health symptoms, the things that you're experiencing, feel like they're actually getting worse. And I see that all the time with my clients. So that is what we're diving into today. But otherwise, I hope you are well as you are listening to this. I um, have just come back from a week up north. So in the north of Scotland, I'm based outside of Glasgow and we went up north for a week to just do life in a different location. I have three young kids, so I don't really use the word holiday. It's not a holiday. It's a lot of screaming, got to drive for four hours, people waking me up, asking me for snacks, you know, all the things. But we were right close to the beach. I did a lot of long runs. I had, what else did we do? We ate a lot of cake and had a lot of coffee. <laughs> That's basically my update. I ran a lot, I parented a lot, I ate some really good cake, and I had some really good coffee. I mean, that makes, I mean, that sounds, sounds nearly like a holiday, doesn't it? But that's basically my update. The next thing I want to let you know about is that you might, may or may not have heard, I currently have a brand new way to work with me one-to-one. So I'm just going to move this closer. Um, I have got the Beat the Bloat Bootcamp, which is a brand new way that you can work with me over three weeks. And I have three spots left this. So if you're wanting to create a flatter and happier belly, if you're wanting more balanced hormones and pain-free periods, and you've been thinking about working with me, you kind of want my support, but my normal longer program maybe doesn't feel right or isn't maybe in your price range, then this bootcamp is a much lower investment, but it's still going to be really helpful. It's going to give you that completely personalized bespoke plan of action perfectly for you. So if you're interested in that, it's only available, I think until like, I actually can't remember when it's available. I think until maybe the, let's have a look, like the 9th of May, I think. I'll double check that, but it's basically only available for the beginning part of May. So if you are listening to this, head to keziahall.com forward slash bootcamp, or you can go to the show notes in your podcast app and you'll see the link there. Head over there, you can sign up straight away, or you can email me, DM me, you can get in touch, ask your questions. I'm really here available. We can always set up a call if you want to. But when you sign up straight away, there is a 14 day money back guarantee. So you could sign up, then we could chat through on Zoom or on DMs or on email. And then there's 14 days where you can get a complete refund. If after chatting it through, you're like, oh no, I I don't want to do it. And there's also a really flexible payment plan. So you can actually get started for just 145 pounds which is really, um, it's probably the lowest um, investment 
that you can do and really, really flexible because I wanted to make that available for you. So if you want to see a change in your symptoms really quick, like within the next three to six weeks, you want to fart a belly, you want to get rid of the IBS, you want to ditch the bloating, you want to sort out your periods, you want to feel good by the time we get into the summer and you want to know exactly what to focus on, then I'm inviting you. This is your invite to come and join me in the Beat the Bloat Bootcamp. Okay, fab. Right, let's dive in to the episode. Okay, so simple daily habits for a better belly and better periods. What are those? I'm going to whiz through these things and um, I'm going to share with you, I think it's maybe four, maybe eight habits. So don't feel like you need to do all eight things. You can just implement one of these things at a time. Just go, when I'm working with clients, I'm really focused on, yes, them implementing and taking action, but also doing it in a way that feels good for their nervous system, in a way that feels doable and sustainable. So listen to these different things, these different daily habits. And I'm also going to share this with you in the context of my some of my own daily habits. You know, I have um, two-year-old twins. I have a four-year-old. I run my business. I have a full and lovely life that I've created. Um, but I also potentially have a lot of excuses for not doing these things. Sometimes my kids wake me up early. Sometimes, you know, there's lots of reasons. My days can feel quite full. So I just share that with you, not to make you feel bad, but just to say that these are possible. You can create change. And also, if you want to change your symptoms, if you want to change how you feel, things need to change. And I know that's really obvious, but often when I start working with people, we come up against resistance. Maybe you know you want to work with me, for example, and you you think, oh, the boot camp sounds amazing, but that involves change. And so when you go to sign up, there's so much resistance of back and forth and, oh, no, actually, maybe not. Oh, no, no, it's too expensive. Oh, no, I don't want to. Oh, what if it fails? There's always resistance when it comes to creating change, but you will not see results if you cannot implement change. That's why often most of us need support. Changing habits, changing routines, knowing what to do requires us to get the support. I actually just started working with a client a while ago who I chatted to last year, a couple of recent clients actually, clients I chatted to last year and they um, tried different routes and tried to do it alone or tried just figuring it out themselves and hoping it would change. And it didn't work. They actually realized, oh, I do need, I need the strategy and I need the support. I need the science and I need that mindset and accountability to actually help me implement. Um, And and to be honest, they, they would have been a different place if we'd gotten started a year ago. But it's the resistance to creating change. And you'll feel this when you're creating habits. Say you want to start meditating. There's there's nothing in you that's going to go, yes, right now I'm going to sit down for 10 minutes and meditate. No, there's always going to be resistance there. And that is why we need support. And that's probably why things you've tried before, before maybe hasn't worked because there's not been that support in place to help you implement. Because you need to know, A, what to implement. And I'm going to share that with you here in the podcast. I've got like seven or eight things for you to implement. But then B, you need support in implementing those things. And that requires change. And when we want to create change, there's always resistance. It's just how the human brain works. Okay? So, right, let's dive into these. These are some of your daily habits. These are based a little bit on my routine, but you can obviously adapt them based on your stage of life and where you're at. So the first thing I try to do each morning, and I say try because I do have kids that sometimes wake me up with screaming or holding their pooey nappies or, (laughs) who knows? It's always 
It's always like mild chaos here. Um, but my goal every day is that I, when I wake up, is that I spend time supporting my nervous system. So when I wake up, there's two things I do when I wake up. Wake up, drink water. Water on waking. I often make myself a really big herbal tea. That changes depending on what I have in the house. At the moment, it's a nettle tea because we're heading into hay fever season. So I'll make myself a really big nettle tea, have some water, and then I will do something to help regulate my nervous system. And for me, I have lots of tools in that toolbox. So every day is not the same, depends on how I'm feeling. But often I have a gratitude journal. So I often write four or five things I'm grateful for, really specific things. Or that look on my daughter's face when I handed her a piece of dark chocolate. Oh, my other daughter walking her toy buggy and smiling up at me, getting a hug from my son. Or like one of my things I was grateful for this morning was my husband put up some shelves in our cloakroom, like little cupboard, which I was just so excited about to have shelves where I could put hats and gloves and scarves on. So I, gratitude. I also meditate as well and do breath work. So this morning I got up, did some gratitude just for a couple of minutes then I sat for about five minutes. I have a specific song, an instrumental song I just go through. And often I might do some breath work depending on how I'm feeling, or I'll just do a really simple meditation. Um, if you, I have a meditation available for you as well if you're on my email list. So if you wanna get that, make sure you go to keziahall.com forward slash join. Um, and I will, you, I'll make sure I send that out to everybody over the next coming week. So, Supporting your nervous system. Why? Your nervous system really sets up your digestion, your energy, your mental health. It really sets sets you up for the rest of the day. So I really like to think about, okay, I need to wake up and set the tone of my nervous system and my brain at the beginning of the day, especially because I have young kids. But this might just be, I have clients that don't have kids, but just getting ready for work and getting to the office is so stressful. If that just runs away with them and they don't set the tone at the beginning of the day, their nervous system is like shot for the rest of the day. So you go wake up and then decide and do some practical things, meditation, breath work, gratitude, also movement as well. I really find um, exercise is helpful for, for me in terms of my own mental health and my nervous system. Um, but really, that's something to look at each and every day. If you don't know where to begin, start meditating. Really, really simple. Start a gratitude journal. Keep a note on your phone, get a specific journal and get really, really specific. So that's the first thing. The next thing, well, I've kind of shared with you three things. Those were my first three tips. Supporting your nervous system, water upon waking, gratitude. These three things. Oh, I've got something on my finger, which I just realized. So those are the first three tips. The fourth tip in terms of a habit, you can, this is a really easy tweak, but it can make a big difference, especially to your bloating, but also your periods, is make sure you only have caffeine, if you drink caffeine, after food. So food before caffeine, food before caffeine. It's a little mantra you can have, food before caffeine. So what happens a lot? People wake up, they get, they have a coffee, they get dressed, then they eat dinner. No, 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 eat dinner, eat breakfast. No, no, no. You want to wake up, have some water, get dressed, eat breakfast, have a tea, coffee, whatever it is. Food before caffeine. Again, when you just go straight for a coffee on an empty stomach, it can really dysregulate your insulin management throughout the rest of the, rest of the day and your insulin management really affects your hormones. Also, if you struggle with bloating and IBS, coffee on an empty stomach can just create a lot of bloating, a lot of bowel issues, and really upset your stomach for the whole rest of the day. So really experiment, have breakfast, then have coffee or tea or whatever it is. Really, really simple. So that's number four. Number five, 
daily habit that can really help with your periods and with your bloating is adding in more fiber. And the current thing that I'm doing just to make this as easy and easy as possible is I have a bunch of mixed milled seeds. I just bought them from the shop. I didn't mill them myself. And you can get them from all the different supermarkets. I have a blend of linseeds, chia seeds, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, all milled up. I put that in porridge or I put it in, even sometimes just I put a tablespoon in water and down it like a shot just to get extra fiber in. But fiber through the form of vegetables, fruits, seeds, those kind of things were really helpful for your detox pathways, really supportive of um, your gut because they contain prebiotics that help feed the right bacteria. So fiber every day. The easiest way of doing that is obviously eating more vegetables, but also adding in things like just some milled seeds to your salads to just even downing it as a shot is often what I do. Really, really simple. Side note to that, if you're struggling with really severe gut issues, that will probably make it worse. If you have chronic gut issues, number one, come and walk with work with me because we could literally sort it out within the next three or four months, like totally sort it out. But if you have chronic gut issues, you that adding in more fiber, adding in more healthy foods, more vegetables, more seeds can often make your symptoms worse. So just a bit of a caveat there. If that is you, do book a call with me. Head to head to keziahall.com for just book and you can get a completely free clarity call and we can chat more about your specific symptoms. I'd love to do that. I offer free calls every single week. I think two every single week. So you can book them. We can find out more about working together, but you can also just start to get a bit more personalized support. So number, I think we're on number five now is fiber. Next thing, next habit that's really, really important is your sleep. I won't say much about this because I've done a lot of podcasts on it, but if you are not getting a good quality sleep or B enough quantity of sleep, you're not going to feel great. You're going to struggle with symptoms. Your gut isn't going to recover. Your periods are going to be crap. You need, sleep is not this like optional extra. Good quality sleep is essential, essential for your brain and body. So sleeping, you need to make it a priority. And if you really struggle to get to bed earlier because you're on screens, on phones, on Netflix, on these kind of things, really start to look at that. Number one, definitely start wearing some blue light filtering glasses. And number two, look at what is so out of balance in your life that you feel like you have to stay up really late watching stuff if that makes sense. Also, honor your natural rhythms. I have certain clients that maybe don't have any kids and don't have any commitments that mean they're up early. So they, I'm, I encourage them, maybe they naturally go to bed at 12 o'clock or one o'clock in the morning, then sleeping in till eight or nine o'clock. Make sure you're getting quality and quantity of sleep. If you aren't getting that, you are going to struggle to heal your symptoms and have a better period and a better belly. It's really, really important. There's no point in spending loads of money on supplements and loads of money on healthy food if your sleep is rubbish and you just fall asleep in front of the TV and don't get enough quality of sleep and or enough quantity. Okay, so I think I've lost count now. We're maybe on number six, seven. The next thing is another mantra I want you to remember, and that is protein with every meal. Protein with every meal. Protein with every meal. You know, we could make it into a really annoying, catchy song, but protein with every meal. This is really going to help stabilize your insulin management, which will impact your testosterone and estrogen levels. It's also going to give your body the essential amino acid building blocks to help heal and repair your gut lining. It's also really essential for certain neurotransmitters. So protein is just so important. I'm not doing it justice telling you there's so many things that it benefits. So making sure you have protein with every meal. And if you're going to start somewhere, start with breakfast really, really, really important. I Every meal, it's now just default for me, but every meal for me and for my kids 
it's always like, where's the protein here? So this morning, I didn't have a lot of time. The kids had made them some porridge after they'd had some eggs. So I, there was some porridge left and I thought, where's the protein here? So I added, um, I actually added like a beaten egg into it. I added some almond butter and then I mixed in some like yogurt stuff on the top so that I had some protein. Otherwise, if I just had porridge made with like water or even milk, there's not a lot of protein in that. So protein with every meal. And the final tip, and this is something that I've been doing, I do a couple of times a week. Ideally, I do it every day, but real realistically, this is maybe something I aim to do three or four times a week. And it's something that I call the functional smoothie. So it's just a way of getting in more fiber, more vegetables, more good stuff in one drink a day. It's not that delicious. It doesn't taste disgusting, but it's not like yummy. It's literally just meant to be functional. I really see it more as a multivitamin than I do a snack or a meal. I don't count it as any of those things. Sometimes I have it before breakfast. Sometimes I have it in the afternoon or while I'm making dinner, if I realize I've eaten no vegetables today. <laughs> and all it is, is a bunch of vegetables. Like I often put spinach, cucumber, celery, some frozen cauliflower, some added seeds, maybe some prebiotics, maybe some medicinal mushrooms, like anything that I know is good for me that I can't figure out how to get into my diet. I shove it in there, lemon peel, beetroot, shove it in there, a small smoothie. I'm, this isn't massive, I'm talking about 200 mils here. Of a short smoothie, just a little bit of everything, just to get a bit of um, diversity in my macronutrients, as macro micronutrients as well, and I just down that. It's not disgusting. It's not delightful. It's functional. It's a multivitamin. It's fiber. It's gut support. And the reason that's so helpful, especially for your hormones, again, for your gut health, you probably, if you have chronic gut issues, you might not tolerate that. But for a lot of you, that should be fine. But for your hormones, it really helps with your detox pathways. So, so crucial for that. Really helps with supporting your liver. And your liver plays a really important role in getting rid of, let's just say, old hormones. So part of your hormonal symptoms and your period issues is probably because your body's not almost like flushing and removing the hormones it doesn't need anymore. And that's why we have to do some work on the gut health and really support your liver as well in terms of flushing out some of these hormones. So that's what I do a couple of times a week. Ideally every day is just having a bit of a functional smoothie. Some days I get it, some days I don't. Win some, lose some. It's really important to remember with these habits that really celebrate on what you have done and what you do do. It's the brain has this negativity bias. It wants to be like, oh my gosh, because you didn't have your functional smoothie. You're a nutritionist. You're such a failure. I can't believe you failed on that. Oh my goodness, you just had a meal with no protein and you're a nutritionist. You're such a failure. It's easy for the brain to go there. Instead of going, hey, I've had two functional smoothies this week. Hey, I did my gratitude this channel. Hey, I've meditated three times this week compared to a month ago when I meditated zero times. Really focus on what went well, on what is good. I always ask my clients, what are you proud of? What is going well? Because your brain is so trained into focusing on all the things you're not doing, all the stuff you could do better. So you have to be really intentional about focusing on what you can do and what is going well. Otherwise, you'll just spiral into this big old shame, failure, whatever, floats your boat, <laughs> spiral, and then you take no action and then you see no results. So I hope this is helpful for you. These are some of the daily habits that can really help you create a better belly and better periods. If you want to know more about me, then you can head to keziahall.com. If you want to work with me in my bootcamp, Space is Limited, and it's only available for a short period of time, then you can head to keziahall.com forward slash bootcamp. But I would love to hear from you. Feel free to email me or DM me. And otherwise, I'll be back next week for another episode. Bye.
thank you for listening to today's episode. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please head over to iTunes and subscribe there. And while you're there, leave a rating and review so more people can hear about this. And if you want more support from me, if you want some more personalized and bespoke support, then make sure you do the Gut Goddess Quiz. You can go to keziahall.com forward slash quiz and it's a bit of a mini holistic health assessment where you can start to get an idea of where to begin. So if you're struggling with a whole host of symptoms and you're not really sure what they mean and you're not really sure where to begin, what to eat, where to focus on, what to believe, what action to take, the Gut Goddess Quiz is for you. I will assess some of your symptoms and then you'll get sent some bespoke support via email and we can connect there if you want to. So that's keziahall.com forward slash quiz, keziahall.com forward slash quiz.